With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Angling Waters Outdoors. Fishing Network. You're listening to WHIWLP 101.3 FM, Harvard, Illinois. Harvard Broadcasting. You've no idea how long it took us to catch that. WHIW Radio serves the Harvard area, providing coverage of local news, sports, and entertainment. And in addition, throughout the day, we play the very best music from the 1950s through the 1990s. As an all-volunteer 501c3 nonprofit organization, we need your help. And that's why we are currently running a membership drive, since we need listeners' support to keep operating. We are offering three types of memberships. $35 for individuals, $50 for families, and $100 for businesses. Details on how to become a member are available on the homepage of our website, whiwharvard.com. And for additional information, please contact us by phone at 815-943-4115 or email harvardradio at gmail.com. Your donation also will be acknowledged on our website and during our broadcast. From all the volunteers at 101.3 FM, WHIW Harvard Broadcasting, we thank you for supporting local radio in Harvard and the surrounding area. Hey, this is Marty Angler, and we're looking for sponsors here at Angling Waters Outdoors. So if you love to hear Angling Waters Outdoors every Saturday from 5 to 6, how about we go to the WHIW harvard.com website which is the radio station and go to sponsorships click the here button and then go to sponsor shows and let them know you want to sponsor angling waters outdoors that's right angling waters outdoors and thanks for your support hey this is marty angler catch me every saturday night for beardo's roadhouse from 10 to midnight with not your normal classic rock, I'll be playing songs from the 1950s, 60s, 70s, all the way up to today. You never know what you're going to hear. Right here on 101.3 FM, WHIW, Harvard, Illinois, and Harvard Broadcasting. Beardle's Roadhouse is made possible by the general support of our member listeners. Hey, this is May Moorigan from UFO Buster Radio. 
And when I'm not out blowing up aliens and UFOs, oh, that was close. I'm listening to Angling Waters Outdoors with Marty Angler. I pick up some great fishing tips for those moments when things are not so hectic with these aliens from 4.2 far. So if you want to get some good fishing tips, you need to check out Angling Waters Outdoors. Enjoy the show because I'm a bag me an ET right about now. Hasta la vista, baby. Outdoor show with your guide and host, Marty Angler. I lack ambition. Think I'd rather go fishing. The Green Hornet's caught more fish than you've lied about, Gustafson. Well, good Saturday morning. I mean, Saturday evening. Morning. I was thinking about this morning. That's why I said it. Um, what a gorgeous, cloudy day. If you got a chance to go out and go do a little fishing, hey, good for you. Um, perfect timing. Uh, we can definitely uh, catch some nice fish out there today. And I'm going to give you some crazy ways of changing your mind on things this time of year. Now, we're gonna we're gonna go crazy here. We did. We always do. But anyway, first of all. Um, if you're going out today, tomorrow, well, you got some time today, tonight, after the show, uh, tomorrow for sure, uh, during the week. Uh, these are the things that uh, you might want to consider just taking, not you know, rigging up a couple of poles. That way you just take two couple poles with you. Take an inline spinner, maybe a number two or number three. Uh, also rig you up a twister tail on a jig head with a bobber about um, I don't know you take the bobber off too later on if you want to try it that way too depending on how deep a water you're fishing in but you can uh, colors um, chartreuse green um, white is my favorite color um, depending on the size that you use, um, I, I normally go, you know, roughly about an inch from head to tail, uh, well, head to the end of the grub part of it. If you use a twister tail, I never count the tail because the, the profile is what they're looking at because that's what they're going to hit. So, oh, we're going to do tips too, by the way. So, um... I use uh, probably a two inch, one inch to two inch uh, grub and hook it on a lead head jig head. Um, not always a heavy one, but if I'm going to fish the bottom, I'll go to a heavy one. And then uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, rattle trap, stick bait, something that uh, will. Uh, attract bass because at this time of year the bass 
because I do mostly bass fishing. I don't always just do pan fishing, and and, and I haven't done that yet. So uh, bluegill fishing, if you've got if you've got a um, like a tungsten jig head um, for ice fishing, or even a small teardrop uh, chartreuse, bright colors. You want bright colors for these. Water's clearer now, so they'll see it. They'll chase it for a while because everything is starting to gear up for winter. Because we're in the fall patterns. Maybe not completely, but we're getting there. So if you're seeing fish in the shallows, more than likely they're in their fall pattern. So if you take a small teardrop or small tungsten ice fishing jig, uh, put a Berkeley uh, power grub on the back of it, and just fish it, just fish it, uh, you know, uh, 12 to 15, 15 inches off, off the, uh, from where you put your bobber. Lord, it's, it's 15 inches or less from your jig or your lure to the bottom of the bobber. Now you cast it out and then you just slowly reel it back. By doing that, you're creating a movement, but a subtle movement. You know, uh, something that small doesn't move, you know, really fast, you know, 5 to 1, or 8 to 1, rather. It's more like 3 to 1 on your reels. Um, I use um, ultralight tackle. reason being is it's, it's slower, and it's a lot more fun. Because <laughs> when you hook one, it is uh, like hooking a big fish. Um you know, and that's what we strive to do. It's that, that whole cat and mouse game and then uh, going ahead and, and setting that hook and then fight that fish fight back, you know. I I enjoy that. I enjoy the, the mental chess game between me and Mr. Fish, no matter what species he is. Um, so by doing that, you can cast shallow. You, you can literally put this thing on the shoreline and slowly reel it back and once it's it's hitting the rocks as it's going along and, and you don't want wake just real slow enough that the bobber does not give a wake now we use a little bobber with uh, with a with lead on it um i forget the name of them off top of my head but um you if you reel too fast it'll sink so it's it's like a no-brainer. You just reel slowly enough that you can pull that thing in, and uh, you'll be surprised on how many bluegill, uh, perch, uh, even on an occasional crappie you'll get by doing that. And if a bass is sitting there, and you run that across his face, sometimes they'll hit that too. They're they're gonna get the feedback on so heavily here in the next few weeks that. Uh, you can go out there and throw even the kitchen sink and catch them because they're going to they they just want to get ready for winter and that's that's what's triggered in their brains right now winter 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 so th- those are probably the three I take an ultralight with with that uh setup cuz I'll get impatient in the fall less time to fish and, and the reason I say less time to fish is I, I'm a six-hour fisherman. <laughs> I don't go out for an hour. I don't go out for, you know, two hours. I just, uh, four hours is just getting me into the position of where I'm 
may want to go home. I, I just, I am, uh, I am hooked on fishing. That's all there is to it. So, um, when you get these, uh, rods together, you know, you go to your favorite spot, you go to the shoreline and check which do I need first. If you carry all three, that's fine too. Um, I usually just figure uh, I'll walk up to shore because especially if I'm not on the boat. If I'm on the boat, they'll just sit on the side. But if I'm not on the boat, they'll stay in the truck. I'll go see if there's fish on the shoreline, close to shore. If there's weeds close to shore, if there's a gap in the weeds somewhere, and and I'll if I can find one little fish, I am going bluegill fishing this time of year because I like catching a lot of fish. I can catch the same fish a hundred times. It doesn't wear me out. I just get so excited over it. And yes, I get as excited for catching bluegill as I do bass, uh, crappie, northern muskie. It doesn't matter. I just I get I get excited for for catching that fish and bringing it in. And if if you're an avid fisherman like me, you you not only the thrill of it, um, the ability to do it in the right spot, the right time. I decide when I catch the fish. It's the way I, the way I play it. Now, it don't always work that way, but that's the way I play it. Now, when you go into tournaments, sometimes you don't have that ability to. Um, fish that way because you're 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 wanting to catch fish now you're wanting to catch fish consistently and you're wanting to catch big fish uh you use bigger baits sometimes you use smaller baits you have to find i'll give you a little uh marty angler special we used to go out and and do these tournaments I would tie on a rattle trap, normal size rattle trap, in chrome and blue. And then I would put on a smaller rattle trap in chrome and black. Those are my search baits. I would go out and search. Now, if they were chasing but they weren't hitting, I also had these little um, one inch and two inch um, chrome and black and chrome and blue. Uh, baits and I would try those they were little crankbaits uh, small lip shallow running crankbaits and I would try those now if I could get if I could get a hit on those fine if I didn't get a follow-up then I would go up to a bigger bait and try that and if if I could get follow-ups on the bigger bait but they're not hitting it that's when I go into finesse fishing I figure they're 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 interested they're just not willing to take it so then you know, each each month from June on, matching the, the hatch size-wise is, you know, they're about an inch, then they get a little bit bigger, they get a little bit bigger, and then they, they kind of hang on to that, you know, almost two inches, and then they'll, they'll get about two and a half inches. And if it's a good lake that has a, a, a good ecosystem, that fish will grow pretty quickly so in the first few months that that bait could be two and a half three inches 
Okay, and that's that's with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So, I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it was born in June. Now, it doesn't always happen that way, but it it can. So you you, you want to watch your baits, you know, some bass, they're eating other bass or they're eating bluegill or they're eating so you you got to you, you got to match that situation to what you're what where you're at, what you're throwing. It sounds like a lot but it's really not. It's 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 process of elimination, process of elimination of colors. Colors aren't always the decisive factor, but when it's a tough bite, usually color a color change will help you. Now, if you're going fishing, Take your favorite baits. It's the things you're most confident in because that's what's going to catch you the most fish. I like the inline spinners. I like them with uh, feather tails. I like uh, I like using the rattle traps because they're right there. I mean, that's, that's about the size that you want this time of year. And you'll get all kinds of species on these baits. The only one that you, you, you won't get a whole lot of change in is going to be your uh, micro light or your uh, setup with the uh, jig and Berkeley uh, power grub at the back end. Um, the small power baits are for ice fishing. The uh, wax, uh, not wax, the wax worms and all that. That's what they're going to feed on in the winter time. So they're thinking that when they see that, they're going to hit it. So. That's that's why I carry that one. That's strictly bluegill. That's a panfish setup. Okay. Now with the rattle trap, you I've caught northern pike. I've caught caught walleye. I've caught muskie. I've caught bass. I've caught catfish. I've caught carp. Yes, carp. Uh, when they want it, they want it. That's all there is to it. Um, crayfish colors: red, orange. Uh, because they're starting to turn colors themselves, like the trees. And then you have, um, you know, perch colors, uh, fire tiger, uh, which is a perch color. And when you when you throw in those, you know, you get to vary your speeds. You know, uh, there's a lot of people that like uh, jigging them, cast them out, and as they're reeling them in, they're raising and lower their rod tip so that it's, you know, going up and down like a zipper it's it's weird it, I, I don't do that I just change my speeds vary my speeds but I have seen guys catch fish on it because um, it looks injured it looks like an injured fish now I do not put my plastics away if I'm on the boat I will also put on a fluke I, I use a fluke a lot <laughs> because I can mimic a dying fish it's so much easier uh, if you really want to get technical, you could use a fluke and a wacky worm and, and you'll probably catch quite a few fish the same way. Colors may be the difference. 
uh, white, white uh, and gray, um, shad colors. Um, if if you're uh, adventurous like me, you'll get the baby bass or the uh, um, the darker uh, purple, black colors uh, with the green metal flake in them. There's there's a whole bunch out there. Think when you go up to buy your plastics. Think of what you want to use that that for. And if you're you're wanting to match what's what you're fishing for with what you're fishing with well then you would go with you know baby bass is like the ultimate color it's a it's a it's a two-tone green it's got metal flake in it and everything else uh i i actually have the ability to make my own and uh someday we'll get the uh, cameras out there when i can get the uh it all set up really nice and uh it doesn't look like somebody threw a bomb in there. And we'll we'll videotape me making some uh, baits. And uh, for sure, there's a lot of guys out there that do, do that on YouTube. And way better than I'll do it. And they do injection molding. I do hand pours. Hand pours uh, are our cheapest way to do it. Um, if, you're, if you're looking to do injection, you're going to spend some money. Now, I am... In the process of thinking about a way to get all that stuff settled, because for me right now, I'm going to spend a thousand dollars if I'm going to do injection molding, and that's just for the for the uh, molds. It isn't including the injector, the single injector, the double injector. Now they have a triple injector for three colors. They also have. Uh, um, um, a very like a, a hyper chamber, so take take the bubbles out of the uh, out of the plastic, and then then of course your plastic. Your plastic is not really um, that expensive, but if you're like me, you can go and just take your old baits, save your old plastic baits, and keep you know keep them in the same color, and they'll turn out really nice. So. Uh, that's what I do. There's, it's, we're getting into more tips. Here we go, more tips. Um, speaking of tips, uh, let's let's talk about some fall bass fishing tips. And I know, I know, I know, we don't always just talk bass here, but um, just so you know that uh, in in the fall, the water temperature throughout the lake stays pretty good. Uh, It'll the pattern will stay really good until winter. So you're probably talking two months, depending on how cold fronts move through and stuff like that, or or heat waves. Now you now not only heat wave uh, cold waves are, will change fishing, but so will the heat waves. You, you know, like next week, we're you know we're in a we're in the fifties right now. Now next week we may get into the seventies. That that changes things a little bit, not much, but a little bit. So when we go from seventies to fifties, it's a little bit more dramatic. But it sometimes in the fall that doesn't really take that much of an effect because the whole lake is pretty much the same temp. So with that, um, your fall patterns is going to be shallow, just like in the spring. Because, remember, everything you do in the spring, you do in the fall. The only thing different is they're 
not all the fish are spawning. You get, um, I think, musky and northern are late fall. I think some walleye spawn in the fall. Uh, you know, and in and, and the early part of it, early part where we're in the transition now, um, bait fish migrate into the shallows. So, but not all fish are transitioning 100% yet. So, you know, don't forget to try just, you know, outside weed edges and stuff. Uh, as we progress into the middle of fall, um, fish will, will start chasing baits a little more, a little, a little harder and be a little more aggressive. And, and all you need to do is look for, uh, green weeds or green aquatic plants because now remember we talked that, that plants and, um, rocks, they hold and retain some heat. So those are the warmer areas. Those are the ambush points. Those are the areas where they like to congregate. Now you'll see schools. Now instead of seeing one fish here, one fish there, like you did all summer, you can throw to the same spot three or four times. And uh, if you if you like me, if you're fishing on the uh, left side of the boat, you, you put the fish on the right side of the boat. They don't know which side they came on. They just got an idea which direction they came from. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Because I, if you put them in, they swim back to where they were. If you put them back on the side, you caught them on. Now, if you go on the throw, put them in, in the other side, they swim away from the boat toward the deeper water. It's weird. I don't know if it just may be something I've noticed or whatever, but that way you can... Sorry, I had an itch. Uh, that way you can catch, you know, several fish in the same spot. And, yes, it's going to be, especially if you're, right now, top water might might be very productive. So, um, you know, because we've had some temperature drops and some variations in temperature. So you may be able to get away with top water a little bit, but fish it slowly. Finesse it, you know. Don't, don't try and, you know rip a, a buzz bait at uh, 90 miles an hour across the top of the water like you do in the summertime slow it down to where it's just you know making noise if you're using a whopper plopper oh boy you can slow that down okay pop our whatever um as we progress a little more into the uh into the uh near the end of fall or where it's so cold you don't want to deal with it anymore even uh if we don't have really cold temperatures uh thanksgiving you know you just look for live live uh grass live weeds but at that point now you're just finesse fishing because fish are not going to chase as hard because of the water temperature is also lower remember the the lower the colder the water the slower the fish the hotter the water the faster the fish so don't overlook shallow bites, but, you know, as you progress to the deeper water, watch your graphs, check for uh, uh, live uh, aquatic life. Bait fish, uh, you'll see those school up in the middle. You'll see what looks like a cloud in the water. That's usually your bait fish. And they'll usually be like a foot or two off the bottom in some instances. Most of the time they'll be, uh, if it's warmer, they'll be up in the top uh if you check if you go to deep water just go out to the middle of the lake turn around and come back 
you'll get an idea where the fish are located. And, and they'll always, um, they'll always tell you because you, they, they can't stop you from seeing them on the graph. So, um, better to, um, check out and then be fishing in a spot you really don't need to be fishing. So there's a lot of open water out there and it, it's easier to, to go out and see where most of the fish are. I mean, you'll catch, you'll see fish locked up tight to uh, quick drop-offs in, in 12 to 15 feet of water. And then you'll see scattered fish in 20 feet of water. Or you'll see scattered fish at the drop-off and you'll see clumped up fish, you know, over weed beds in the deep water or in the shallow water. They'll tell you where they're at. Now, you have to find out what they're going to bite on. Drop shotting is uh, probably a good time to uh, use that. Uh, Ned rigs, you know, finesse fishing. Very slow, very methodical, very, very very carefully. very Or plastics, very slowly. Uh, don't think plastics are only good in the summertime. They're not. You can use plastics all the time. But if you're, if you're going out just to get away from the house for a couple hours, because the well, Lord knows some of us really need it, you know, uh, fishing from shore. If you if you want to take a couple of baits, I suggested those uh, inline spinners. Um, and now that I'm thinking about it more and more, I'm going to do some bluegill fishing because I I haven't done that yet this year this fall. Not saying that it won't happen. It will. Uh, we'll probably get out here in the next. Uh, well, get a couple of consistent days in a row. Maybe we'll go out there and just go crazy on the blue but we we did that one day and we we put them all in the live well and uh we must have put a hundred fish in one live well and the other live well we didn't even open up yet and we were we were there was a lot of fish in there uh but we put them all back we just we were just keeping them to see how many we could get out of one spot and there was a lot of fish in that one spot and we were only fishing in 20 inches of water we were literally casting up to the shoreline and just slowly reeling it back and we were getting six seven inch fish so um you know it just simple little things like that and and in reverse it's the same way it just you're cast out and you slowly reel it back and when you start feeling the bottom that's usually when they hit i i don't know if they're just feeding off the bottom on reason or because that's when they really see it but if you're getting near weeds they kill it they just kill them Anyway, so I'm going to take a break right now. Uh, I think uh, play a couple of songs here and then we'll uh, come back with some more stuff. You're listening to Angling Waters Outdoors right here at 101.3 FM, WHIW, Harvard, Illinois, and Harvard Broadcasting. And here's James Wesley, Hooked Up. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And all points in between I'm the biggest, baddest marlin The North Atlantic has ever seen I traveled miles and miles of ocean But I call the big rock home Yeah, many have tried But all have failed To pull me from the phone So bring your best with Eddie Pound test Spoon on a brand new pen You can try like hell To run me up a scale Or tag me in the fin If you can't swim with The big fish boys You better stay on the dock Yeah, strap in tight Cause we came to fight Here at the Big Rock City, bringing everything they got to see who's worthy to do battle with a bitch that can't be called. Now there's ballet who likes skipping stones. I come apart and take a bite, but the ballet who bites back looks like I finally found a bite. Spoon on a brand new pen You can try like hell to run me up a scale Or tag me in the fin If you can't swim with the big fish boys You better stay on the dock Yeah, strap in tight Cause we came to fight Here at the Big Rock See him on the tower as I tell walk in his wake Like the ghost of Santiago on a tricked out Jared Bay A chill runs down my door so thin as her eyes lock through the spray It's gonna be someone's Leo and someone's lucky day Spoon on a brand new pin You can try like hell to run me up a scale Or tag me in the fin If you can't swim with the big fish boys You better stay on the dock Yeah, strap in tight Cause we came to fight Here at the Big Rock Strapping tight Cause we love a good fight Here at the Big Rock 
That's right. You thought you had me hooked up. Not today. Go home and tell your buddies that fish story. Friday after five, I 
got here just in time Went ahead and with a line Before I went and lost my mind And I ain't been here long But the bobbers in the pond Going up, down, up, down, up, down Tonight we're gonna raise A whole lot more than can Cause there's money in the bank And tomorrow's Saturday So if they pass that fifth the jack this way I turn it up, down, up, down, up, down We're just holding it down Do, Mr. Wong. I do. I have a Brazilian fish stew. Ah, uh, let's see. Made with uh, coconut milk, lime, and jalapenos. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, drank too much coffee today. My nose is a little swollen. I don't know why it does that. It's been doing it my whole life. So, eh. Anyway, uh, you need one and uh, one half pounds of firm whitefish, halibut, cod, black cod, sea bass. Thicker cuts are best. Half a teaspoon of salt, one lime zest, and juice. For your stew sauce, you need two to three uh, tablespoons of coconut oil or olive oil. Um, one onion, finely uh, diced, uh, red white or yellow 
Um, half a teaspoon of salt, one cup of carrot diced, one bell pepper diced, four garlic cloves, rough chopped, uh, half a jalapeno uh, finely diced. Oh, go for it. Put all of it in there. <laughs> one tablespoon of tomato paste, uh, two teaspoons of paprika, one teaspoon of ground cumin, one cup of fish or chicken stock, uh, one and a half cups of tomatoes diced, uh, preferably freshed, fresh, freshed. What's wrong with me? Uh, one 14 ounce can of coconut milk, uh, more salt to taste. <laughs> I guess you need more salt. Uh, half a cup of chopped cilantro, scallions, or Italian parsley. Uh, squeeze of lime. Your instructions are rinse and pat dry the fish and cut into two inch pieces. Place in a bowl, add uh, salt, zest uh, from half the lime, and one tablespoon of lime juice. Massage lightly to coat all pieces well. Set aside. In a large saute pan, heat the olive oil over medium heat. Uh, add onion and salt and saute two to three minutes. Turn heat down to medium. Add carrot, bell pepper, garlic, and jalapeno and cook four to five more minutes. Add tomato paste, uh, spices, and stock. Mix and bring to a simmer and add tomatoes. Cover and simmer gently on medium to low for five minutes or until carrots are tender. Add coconut milk to taste. Add more salt if necessary. Nestle the fish in the stew and simmer gently until it is cooked through about four to six minutes. Spoon the fla flavorful coconut broth over the fish and cook until desired doneness or longer for thicker pieces. You can also finish this in a 350 degree oven. Taste and adjust salt and squeeze with lime. To serve, serve over rice, sprinkle with cilantro or scallions, and a squeeze of lime. Drizzle a little olive oil if you like. There you go. That sounds good. It really does. Our next uh, recipe is salmon with creamy dill sauce. Now there's so many different ones out there. This is a new one. Uh, you need one salmon filet, about two pounds. One and a half teaspoon of lemon pepper seasoning. One teaspoon of onion salt. One small onion sliced and separated into rings six lemon slices quarter cup of butter cubed for your dill sauce you need a third cup of sour cream third cup of mayonnaise uh, one tablespoon finely chopped onion one teaspoon lemon juice one teaspoon prepared horseradish three-quarter teaspoon dill weed uh, one quarter teaspoon garlic salt and pepper to taste Line a 15 by 10 by 1 inch baking pan with heavy duty foil. Grease lightly. Place salmon skin down on foil. Sprinkle with lemon pepper and onion salt. Top with onion and lemon. Dot with butter. Foil. Foil. Fold foil. <laughs> foil. Foil. <laughs> fold foil around salmon. Seal tightly. Bake in a 350 degree oven for 20 minutes. Uh, or you can do that on the grill too if you so desire. Uh, open foil carefully. Allow steam to escape. Boil, broil um, 
four to six inches from the heat for eight to 12 minutes or until the fish flakes easily with a fork. Uh, meanwhile, there's a fly buzzing around bugging me. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, combine the sauce ingredients until smooth serve with salmon. There you have it. There's your fish recipes for this week. And again, if you want these recipes, please don't hesitate. Just drop me an email, awoshow at comcast.net, and I will just tell me which recipe you want, and I will definitely get that out to you. And uh, this way, uh, you know, you can try it out, and then let me know how it works, how it tastes for you, uh, if you made any changes. And uh, if you have a fish recipe you want us to go ahead and uh, put up for you, send it to me at uh, awoshow at comcast.net. And we will definitely get that on air. I will put those on first. Uh, any Anybody wanting to send me a fish recipe, please do. So, uh, I'm going to play a quick song real quick and then we'll get into the reports. Uh, let's go with uh, uh, Morgan Wallen, Up Down, featuring Florida Georgia Line. All right, we did that one. Ay, 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 ay. All right, let's let's do um, let's do this one. Nope, nope, this one. Fishing in heaven. Casting out and reeling in, sitting on the bank, 
minnows are the best bait. On the deeper lakes off the chain, the fish have moved up off the weeds and are now in near the drop-offs. Bass fishing is getting slower, perhaps because so few anglers are fishing for fall bass. Largemouths will be found in the greenest weeds. They can uh, spend the winter there. Smallies are in deep water and feed on minnows at this time of year. Musky action has been pretty good, but with a quite affected the turnover process, either choose a deeper lake that hasn't turned over yet or a shallower lake that has completed the process. Eagle River Sport or I'm sorry, Eagle Sports Center at 715-479-8804 if you're heading up that way. Um uh, Lake Michigan and uh Port Washington boaters targeting Chinook salmon focus their efforts in and around the North Pier. Salmon are caught by jigging and trolling spoons or using slip bobbers and spawn. Boaters targeting rainbows and lake trout fish between 70 and 270 feet while trolling spoons and flasher fly combos. Anglers targeting Chinook from piers continue to fish the north slip using slip bobbers with spawn sacks or casting glow spoons. One angler reported catching two salmon from the lakeside of the uh, north pier early in the morning using crankbaits. In Racine, poor wind direction left the piers unfishable due to large waves. Uh, this left many angling, anglers fishing inside the safety of the harbors. Most anglers were targeting salmon and using a few different baits to catch fish. Crankbait spoons and skiing were the most common baits. Boats that did go out despite the wind stayed in the harbor to target Chinook. Root River fished mostly upriver from the steelhead facility and with fly tackle and some decent success. A few smallmouth and bluegill were also caught. In the Madison area, fishing pressure has been light with some folks heading out for early duck and goose seasons and the early bow season. Walleye and smallmouth action off the point and bars mostly on live bait. Most of the perch that have been caught have been small. The action has not been drawing a crowd. Anglers have been fishing from weed edges and 32 feet. Lake Monona panfish anglers are fishing the weed edges out to 25 feet. There hasn't been much news rolling in from the muskie fishermen who have been fishing Lakes Monona and Wabasa. Alright. And then up into uh, uh, Minnesota, Lake Millax, the jig and minnow is producing smallmouth bass on the rocks, points, shorelines, and 2 to 18 feet. Walleyes also can be had with minnows on the points and reefs in 12 to 18 feet, or with crawlers on the mud flats in 22 to 30 feet. With the full moon this weekend, look for shallow water crankbait bite for walleyes to kick in. There are a few more musky anglers around, but success has been limited. Lake of the Woods, the traditional jig, fall jig bite for walleyes, is in full swing, with schools of fish located across the south shore. Anglers are catching good numbers of walleye just outside the lighthouse gap, where the rainy river enters into the Lake of the Woods. The front of Zippel Bay and around Long Point in 22 to 28 feet, anchoring and jigging with a fathead or a dozen, or frozen shiner has worked best. There are also some good walleye reports from Four Mile Bay in 10 to 15 feet. 
On the Rainy River, intermittent runs of emerald shiners have entered the river, as have some walleyes. Reports are mixed from anglers, as the big walleyes, big walleye run hasn't happened yet. Most anglers are jigging with frozen shiners, although trolling crankbaits or crawler harnesses are still effective. Look for sturgeon in deep holes to hit on a sturgeon rig loaded with crawlers and shiners. Leech Lake, uh, larger minnows or jigging wraps are turning walleyes in, turning walleyes on the deeper humps in Walker Bay and on the main lake reefs. A jig and minnow is producing walleyes and perch in 6 to 10 feet on Mounds Point, Oak Point, and the Narrows. Musky action has been lighter, but some fish are being caught by trolling the shorelines on the main lake. Waterfowl hunters are finding good mix of ducks and geese with teal and woodies most abundant. Rainy Lake. Big walleyes have become more active and they seem to want bigger minnows. Larger crankbaits or ripping baits. Uh, look for northern pike over deep water current in the basin areas in 28 to 35 feet of water. Smallmouth bass have been a bit more difficult to come by this week. Anyway, so as it is, if you get out fishing, let me know. Uh, hit us up on the Facebook page, Angling Waters Outdoors. Uh, drop us some pictures. And uh, don't forget uh, Beardles Roadhouse tonight. We'll catch you next week. Good fishing. Ciao. The Green Hornet's caught more fish than you've lied about, Gustafson. You're listening to the Angling Waters Outdoors Fishing Network. You're listening to WHIWLP 101.3 FM Harvard. Illinois. Harvard Broadcasting. You've no idea how long it took us to catch that.